Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Israel are rocket attacks in Tel Aviv. This is all coming out in the last hour right now. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Um, first, a, it was a command center for Hamas found in the heart of Gaza City. So being able to disrupt that good news now, as is being reported via the Jerusalem Post, uh, a ceasefire deal that was floated by Isaac Herzog, the president of Israel, just yesterday to try and get back more hostages is, well, for lack of a better word and not trying to be engaged in any level uh, of pun, uh, up in smoke, uh, Hamas putting an end to that. Uh, there are a series of um bombings going on. Trey Yinkst, who is over there at Fox News, discussing the fact that we're 74 days into this war and Hamas is still firing. I'm sorry, 76 days into this war. And Hamas is still firing. And firing on Tel Aviv. So that is the latest. There does not seem to be a um, any level of ceasefire in the offing, Hamas does not stop. Somebody tell Andre Carson that he's on the, wait for it, wrong side of history. You shouldn't take in with the terrorists. You should want the terrorists to stop. You would have a chance for peace if they stopped. But they don't stop. And you, Andre Carson, you bigot, you don't do anything. Now, you think it's offensive for me to call you a bigot. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to use words I can use on radio. It is obvious that you have taken in with the Jew haters. It is obvious that you have thrown yourself in with Rashida Tlaib, who still talks about things like the Nakba. Nakba is the word. Uh, it, the word means catastrophe. The catastrophe is Israel's existence. That's some hatred. You take in with Ilhan Omar. You take in with Ocasio-Cortez. This is you. You take in with the people in Indianapolis who chant for genocide. That's you, Congressman. And you know what the Republican Party has done? Not even thought about who they're going to run against him. I would like to make a pitch for another Democrat to run against him. I'll take another Democrat who just doesn't hate Jews. Can you imagine where the bar is. There's another Democrat out there who would do far better for Indianapolis, who doesn't think they're entitled to the position of member of Congress based on their grandmother's name. Let's go vote for them. Let's get them elected. Trust the Republican Party to get this done? Maybe they'll try. But until then, how about a different Democrat? 
How about a different Democrat who doesn't think Israel should be destroyed and doesn't think Jews are the enemy? Who would stand up to people screaming for genocide on the streets of Indianapolis? I mean, we're, the bar is low, kitten. The bar is super duper low. I, mean, it, I don't think this was too much to ask for. Uh, if you're a Democrat and you're interested, uh, reach out. What? Guys, I, I, am, uh, I am playing a very, very long game. I want to win. And where I can't win everything I want, I will take what I can get and build from there. You want to be all or nothing? Go right ahead. But that would give me more Andre Carson. And that dog won't hunt. So, I got to go this way. Where's there a Democrat who doesn't hate Jews? And let's see if we can't run a primary against Andre Carson. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. Uh, This is Ron DeSantis talking about Trump on the ballot in in Colorado. I I told you I I would have more uh, about this because everybody has been dragged into this. And, of course, you have uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I refuse to be on the ballot until they allow Trump back. And Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie should do the same. Not necessarily. I find that to be a very cheap positioning. I'll do this and now force uh, the other people, uh, pressure them to show what a kind of leader I am. It's, 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 it's carnival barker kind of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not down. But certainly there should be statements to what it is that's being said. And this is DeSantis making an argument that the, the whole purpose of doing this is to further push the idea that Trump's going to be the nominee. Look, on all these things, what you're seeing the left do is they will use the power of the state to advance their agenda. And you see that with the Colorado Supreme Court. I mean, look, if somebody's convicted or something of, of some of these things, there was no trial on any of this. They basically just said, what, you can't be on the ballot? I mean, how does that work? What's the limiting principle for that? Uh, why could, could we just say that Biden can't be on the ballot because he let in 8 million illegals uh, into the country and violated the Constitution, which he has? Uh, could we just say, oh, well, they have uh, money coming to Hunter or whatever? So, so I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reverse that. But, but here's the larger thing, what the left and the media and the Democrats are doing. They're doing all this stuff to basically solidify support in the primary for him, get him into the general, and the whole general election is going to be all this legal stuff. And look, it's unfair. Uh, They're abusing power 100%. But the question is, is that going to work? Um, And I think they have a playbook that unfortunately will work, uh, and it'll give Biden or the Democrat or whoever the ability uh, to skate through this thing. I think we all agree that that's the plan, right? Like, there's clearly a a desire, get Trump to be the nominee, then go overtime and hitting him on all these things, and that's the best path to to victory. I don't think Ron DeSantis is speaking at at a school here at all. I think he's he's addressing it honestly. The only question for us is whether or not we're going to have a say. Now... I brought this up yesterday on Tony Katz today. Let me bring it up now just for the sake of clarity. 
I don't believe any of the polls. And in the same way I don't believe them, and I'm waiting for Iowa, people want to talk about Nikki Haley surging in New Hampshire and her path. I have discussed her path, and I've discussed it being an easier path than, than, than Ron DeSantis. Uh, we, we've covered this well. I don't believe anything yet. We're going to let the numbers unfold. I'm I'm not I'm not buying into the polling and I and I don't know if I necessarily buy into all the surging. Let's see. What I am telling you is that if we get to a Super Tuesday, if we get to Super Tuesday with even a question, the odds are more than fifty percent that Indiana's about to matter again. And I want that. I will admit that is that is purely selfish. That's fine. If Super Tuesday can come where there's a question about how a split would go, whether it's two candidates, Trump and Haley, or three candidates, Trump, Haley, DeSantis, Indiana will matter. And the Indiana primary will loom large. I just can't guarantee you that that's going to happen. And I don't want to be the guy who, like, goes down that road. I think DeSantis is speaking honestly and clearly here. I think that is obvious. When it comes to the numbers and, and where they are and, and, and who's going to win what, I can play it 12 different ways. Guys, January 15th is the Iowa caucus. I say we have a bourbon and watch.